Hi, welcome back to The Gopher, guys. This is James DePoint. I'm joined by my good buddy here, Pete Carlson. The show is brought to you by Rock Solid Financials. Reach out to them with all your tax bookkeeping and accounting needs. You can reach out to them on the World Wide Web at rocksolidfinancials.com. All right, Pete, um, I don't know if you... No, you should know because we, right. were, we were there together True. in Tampa. True. So you still are aware that we won the Outback Bowl, right? I did hear that. You heard uh, it? Good. Uh, and I think you were thinking it'd be taken away from us or something because you kept asking me yesterday yes. if there was I need still, a confirmation. You need confirmation. You still got. You're still not turning the page completely. You still no. got a little. No. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it happened. We were there. Yes, but it, but it's isn't that how up. every Gopher fan need? Like, it's so unbelievable that it happened that you almost need confirmation and affirmation well, see, it, it, more and more. Know, like, I yeah. feel like I needed to like confirm you know that it actually. Did in fact happen? Like we beat Auburn, the same team that just beat the almighty Alabama Crimson Tide. Like that's right. Do we realize this? This isn't like a down Auburn team. They just beat Alabama, right? Yeah. So this is like a legitimate team that we just yeah beat decisively, right? I know exactly. the score is that we only beat them by a touchdown, but we we destroyed them yards wise. We'll get into all that stuff, but this is this is a. Historic win, right? It's I mean, a this great, is it's, it's a great day to be a golfer. Yeah, great day. Enjoy it. Holy cow. Fantastic. We were in SEC country even after the day after, and the narrative was out there, you know, poking holes in it that, you know, this and that. But Minnesota was the better football team, mm-hmm. and we should just celebrate that and enjoy that and start believing it can happen. So Because this team is good. It's well coached. They come ready to play, and that wins you a lot of games in college sports. And the momentum was behind the team. Mm-hmm. And the offensive line came out to play. Yeah, and that's not been the case in their bad games, but uh, they bounced back. Yeah, and we're pretty dang good when we control the line of scrimmage. Yeah, absolutely. First, first eleven win season since nineteen oh four. I'm sure everyone's heard that statistic. First New Year's wow. Day bowl wow. win that's since nineteen sixty two. Right? I mean, yeah. so like th- this hasn't happened. They also had. I thought another stat that was. That was thrown out to me that took me by surprise. Alvarez in 15 years, you know, we always yeah. look at Wisconsin as such a, um, even though I don't like to talk about Wisconsin, right? Yeah. But they're a well-respected, successful program. Alvarez only had one 11-win season in 15 years. In 15 I years, know. right? So, Fleck, this is his third season. Like, we're we're still... Like, wrap your head around that. This is only his third season. Like, this wasn't supposed to happen. This was, like, it's early. the end goal. Peaking this, early. Yeah. yeah, this was the end goal. If you were to say, hey, if PJ had seven years in and he got to an 11-win season in the seventh year, would you be okay with that? Yeah. Yes. Of course we would, right? This yeah. is his third season. And we're we're already here, Pete. We're, I we've, know. We've arrived already. And it's we amazing. have a young team. So, like, where do we go from here? We keep building on it. Yeah. Make it sustainable. Culture sustains, like yes. PJ Fleck always says. So build on this, enjoy it. And it's nice that it's the last game of the year. So you can kind of ride that momentum into next year. Yeah. So it's huge. Great season. Awesome to be there. The crowd was awesome. The team performed at a high level, even overcame a couple pretty big miscues early with the yep. reception and the special teams debacle. Yeah. Um, that just shows how dominant this team was against Auburn Tigers. Yes. Unbelievable. War Eagle 
didn't stand a chance against our line. And I, I still don't, and I, I didn't get a clear answer from the Auburn fans, the whole War Eagle, but they're yeah. the Tigers. I mean, it's kind it, of like seems people probably conf- ask us about Sky Yamaha a little bit. Yeah, I think it's probably one of those that it doesn't really make, I feel like they have two mascots, and that just seems confusing to me. Because <laughs> half, yeah, half of them say, go least, Tigers, and the other half say War Eagle. I'm like, so what one is it? You know that's right. I mean? Well, it's kind of like, at least we have a, you know, not two animals is what you're saying. Yes, yeah, that, a, that's all I'm a, saying. We have a boat. Yes. A cheer, Skyima, and a gopher. Gopher, very but, clear. Yes, lines. but our mascot, there's, there's yeah, no debate. Like it's, a, it's the gopher. Yeah, it's you bring up a valid point. I mean, so I, I, mean, I think so. they need to probably you know get their act together, change not just vest. on the football field. They need, they need to change, change their vest, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so who stood out to you? Um, and the, there's obviously a few obvious answers, but who, yeah. who, or what group, or whatever else stood out to you in in this game? Not the special teams. Not the special we'll teams. He's gonna he's gonna get canned, right? Oh goodness, right? I, I mean, I, don't, I mean, maybe quick. I don't quick thought yeah. on that, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, GJ, it, PJ changes his best all the time, and he's yeah. not afraid to can That's, someone. He's got to be pretty warm. Um, yeah, I can see something happening there. We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, or it's a very short leash next yes. year for crying out loud. So yeah, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. At the wrong time, it seems like, on mm-hmm. special teams. So the kicker did well, though. Yes. Uh, he nailed a 40-yarder 40, 40 early, which was key. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the guys that stood out to me, Tanner Morgan, got to yep. start there every yep. – I, I mean, yep. it gets old saying, I know it's repetitive, but yep. it's unbelievable how he started off slow. Yep. And when he gets time to pass, he is just unbelievable. It makes yes. the right reads. And so what a player, what a kid. I mean, just awesome. So I him, Ibrahim, and Tyler Johnson were the – Three big ones. Yep. Uh, just Mo Ibrahim was just running people over, I and know. it was so fun to watch. We were talking about it. We we're kind of we pretty good seats. We see those Auburn guys up close. I mean, they are NFL looking yes. linemen and linebackers, yes. and watching Mo just run them over with I no know. fear is fun to watch, and just shows you. I think the kind of kid that Fleck recruits well, which is one with some passion, yep. and good things happen when you have people, you know cohesive and passionate so yep uh offense line was unbelievable yeah so no sacks on tanner morgan yeah those are the things that stood out from a high level for me yep no i i think bar none it's obviously one in the trenches the most cliche line in football but it's absolutely true mm-hmm. uh zero sacks that's that's literally the stat of the game bar none no question zero sacks when he has time to throw the ball he is such a mental quarterback where he can pick things apart. He doesn't have a great arm like every every recruiter mm-hmm. talks about, but he just makes really good decisions. So we have a great offense. It is a bit of a plug-and-play, but if you can give him time, we have enough threats out there where he's going to make the right read yeah. and get the ball into the right, right hands at the right time. And I, I think given him the time that he had – I, I could not believe that they have a you know a number what is he number seven overall draft pick is their uh, their D lineman the number five there yeah he, and he, he was a relic he got in a couple times he but got he, in, I mean he was working but they uh, I mean they were trying to do some screen game yeah game against him early but yeah I mean, you're right he got in there a few times but yeah. he never sat I yeah mean, he never he got to him never got to him and and that was <clears> without <throat> Falele. I mean he wasn't even he didn't even suit up. Um, so I think I think the O line with four hundred ninety four yeah. total yards against the Auburn. I mean, think about that. Nearly five hundred total yards against. I mean, that's a dominant performance. That's not just like, oh, you snuck it, snuck yeah. it out. You did, you did pretty well. No, five hundred yards. That's that's taking it to a it, team. Yeah, and why do why do people say? Getting back to Tanner Morgan, I agree with you. Yeah. Everyone says he doesn't have a great arm. 
uh, are they just saying, I mean, maybe, I don't, I don't know the answer to this question. What is the big beef? He can't throw 50 yards. He can only throw 40. I mean, cause he's making every throw they give him yep. in this offense. I mean, yep. what do you do? You th- I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here yep. just to myself too. Cause that was the, the conventional wisdom that Tanner Morgan does not have the arm. Yep. Well, I mean, Zach Annex, does he just throw farther or is it just more of a gun? I mean, it yep. seems like on a, a rope every time he throws it, yep. inaccurate. Yep. So two things. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, what, I, I what do you think? Yeah, so two things. One, he, he doesn't have the cannon arm where it's a bomb, right? Yeah. Where where he's not unloading it 50 yards, right, on, yeah. on a fade route. But that's not really a part of our offense. That's, yeah, that's not, not really. Yeah. And, and we've kind of – but it's not a part of our offense probably because of his arm, which it, it is what it is. It's not – that's not a high percentage ball anyway, right? So uh, there's that. The other thing is if you look at it, he's not throwing a lot of 15-yard uh, outs, right? That, that's mm-hmm. the classic, you know, across across the hash, 15-yard outs, and that's that's one of those they talk about those NFL throws. He doesn't make any of those NFL throws where he's okay. able to put enough zip on it for that ball to get out there without being picked off and going for six, right? Mm-hmm. But the way he's able to be successful is that he makes the right reads, and everything, if you notice, everything, all of our routes go in, right? Yeah. We love slants. We love posts. Yeah. We love so the ball makes it actually come faster, less time for the defense to get to it because it's you know they're going sure. right at it, not yeah. away from it. So it, I think that's a credit to the offensive coaches, right? To the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, to uh, to everyone involved with that, with adapting to what we have. Um, but to your point, yeah, it, at the end of the day, he throws a really catchable ball, though, right? Because yeah. it does have a little bit of a loft to it, which some people be like, oh, that's not, he's not firing it in there. Well, you know what? He's throwing a really nice catchable ball, and he doesn't really need to fire it all that much with the routes that we're running. So uh, I think that's a great point that you say, uh, you know, I think that just keeps fueling Tanner. And let, I, I don't, I don't care what anyone says about Tanner. Yeah. The, the results are the results. We're winning, and Tanner could care less. I know he, he knows he's not going to be an NFL quarterback, um, but right now he's just he's just rolling with it, and he's he's going with it and, and doing well. So, um let the haters be the haters. Is, yeah, is it just what feels them. It sure, it sure looks like he just dials it in even more. So, and we should probably bring up the defense a little bit. I, mean, I know there's not one. Maybe you're about the head there. I don't. Well, I mean, defense, they only gave up 232 yards. One of the touchdowns was obviously a kickoff return. So, yeah. uh, you know that that's not on them. So, you know, we only gave up 17 points to a team that just put up 48 against, like I said, Almighty yeah. Alabama. So, uh, I think we played great team defense. Kamal Martin wasn't. Wasn't with us because he elected to uh, to train for the NFL draft, which is which is just fine. Uh, but we had an awesome defense that just played great team D, bend but don't break, didn't give up big plays. Yeah. Um, they, they did everything right. There wasn't there wasn't a ton of big plays on defense. The Renner had a had a sack, um, but other than that, that we just played great fundamental well, defense. We, we tackled well and did what we needed to do and got stops. It was that's it was right. Great. I mean, yeah, and I was gonna say that I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the one. Time they did get a touchdown, or they got a couple, but besides the special teams, uh, they, I mean, they called back kind of a uh, iffy pass interference pass call, interference. I think, on like yes. 30. So, um, but defense, the reason we didn't, it's hard to pick out one player because it was such a well-rounded effort where everyone played their role. Yep. And like you said, excellent. We're not talking about them, which is always a good yeah, thing. Yeah, no. That it wasn't just, one play, but it no. was just solid defense. Great, solid defense. So, obviously, awesome win. What, what does a win like this do for... Obviously, for the season, it legitimizes us, right? You know, it, it makes it for 
everything, I think everyone was still on the fence with, you know, is this, have we played enough good teams to make it a credible season, right? Is yeah. I know we beat, you guys beat Penn State, but that's your only good win. And are you guys, you know, it could be a fluke, a one-off thing. I think this win legitimized our season, I think, in my opinion. But what does it do for us moving forward into next year, into the next two, three years? What, what do you think this does uh, for a Gopher team like this? Well, I mean, we still talk about the Alabama win under the Glenn Mason era, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, hopefully we won't. That's not what we have to go to. We beat Auburn five years ago. Yep. But yes. you can see just these wins have a tendency of sticking around no matter yep. what happens. Yep. I think it builds great momentum. It's like like you said, it's last game of the year, which just it stays with. you know. Back, yes. College football is a week-to-week thing. And it's yep. nice to end on one because then you can talk about it for you know, how much. 265 days. You got it. There you go. You're all <laughs> over that. Yeah, and, and so until the next time when we, you know, you, you – play one bad game and everyone focuses on that so i just think it builds huge momentum to do it in this against the sec because sec does have some weight that's the kids you're trying to recruit yep and um we we heard a few comments like oh, i didn't even know you had that many people up in minnesota yeah. when we showed up so well so i mean it's just one of those things where i think it builds good momentum it's a pr world right now yeah and it's something that fleck will get, get a lot of uh um, a legs out of I'm sure with recruiting and, and with the program so absolutely now, I think on a national stage you know this I don't want to say put Minnesota on the map because I think that Penn State win did a lot with putting us on the map but now I think it really put us on the map as far as respectability because this is an SEC team and you know we've said a million times it's you know everyone is in love with the SEC but I think this really got the attention of because we have a lot of recruits that are from the south right yeah they're from Georgia they're from Alabama they're from all those southern southern states and I think this drew their attention as well of like oh these guys are legit and maybe Mm -hmm. it isn't a discount to go up north and play for Minnesota and these guys can play with the best. And so I think from a national attention standpoint, the whole row the boat thing, all of that stuff, and people poke fun of it all the time. And it's fine. You know, I'm not here to hate on the haters, right? But yeah. um, it's funny looking back to see how many people are just making fun of that whole thing. And now it's now it's now it's stuck, right? Now yeah. it's now it's legit. I mean, it was fun being at the game and the whole crowd yelling, row. Row, yeah, row. I mean, it's it's captivating, right? And yeah. now, um, you know, ESPN guys, the commentators, they love jumping on that. They love p- yeah. doing a pretend row. Yeah. It's yeah. it's contagious, right? And yeah. so all this attention, all this buzz, is only good for the program. And I think it's great for recruiting. It's great for getting people excited. It's great for getting the kids, the younger kids, our kids excited. Um, yeah. So I think it can only do good things. So. Um, very good. Let's let's move on. Um, one st- another stat that that just had me spinning is this: where Auburn team, the same Auburn team that just lost to us, Gophers, they have five star recruits. So they have three of them, three five star recruits, right? They have forty. That is four zero, <laughs> Pete. Four zero four star recruits. Okay, so that's that's pretty legit, right? Your Golden Gophers that just won. They have zero five stars, zero, not one five star on that team that just beat them. And they have a total of five, five four star recruits. So that's a comparison of five to 43. How on earth did we pull that off? Because we get the most, of our, most out of our players. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, it's uh, on paper, it certainly uh, looks like the deck is stacked against us, but. 
um, you know, you can get three and four star guys and make them in the five star guys on, on, you know, on Saturday. So, uh, it's a great stat. It's a great point of how well this team plays well together and, um, just shows how great of a win it is and how good the job the coaching staff does finding those players. Um, and just think how that's going to improve over time. Yep. Right. Then you're going to start getting hopefully four star guys and five star guys. And then yep. you put that same mentality or that, uh, system into place who knows where it could go, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's pretty cool, though. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that we <laughs> we shouldn't go for the four and five star recruits, right? No. But um, I, I think I think to your point, I think what they are doing with what we have is a credit to the coaches and where we're able to take them now. If we can, you know, if we flip the roster, shoot, what could our coaching staff do with the forty four stars and the three five stars? You know, that makes you really wonder if we start upping yeah. our recruiting. Uh, I think that's I think that's really awesome. Now, question that keeps coming up: uh, Is this Auburn win bigger than the Penn State win? Is is that something that um, you see as bigger than that historic Penn State? Because they're both historic, we're right yeah. or wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. That's I don't think that's debatable. Uh, they're both historic, but is this Auburn win bigger than the Penn State win? What's your thought? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Auburn win. Yeah, it's a tough call, but I'm gonna go with the Auburn win. I mean. It, you know, the perception, I think, won the perception of beating the SEC team, <coughs> top 10 team. Yep. Uh, you know, arguably even better than that, maybe, if they, they just had a few tough losses. Um, I think it gives the perception that we can play with anybody. Because how, how many times do you hear, oh, what happens if we go play against Ohio State? And I always go, yeah, I mean, the, it, it's going to be tough playing against those top echelon teams. Yeah. But you can't have the mentality. You got to think you can beat everyone. I'm yes. not saying, you know, you, yes. so it's kind of like loser mentality. Right. So yes. I, I like the idea. I like the legs. It gives the program, uh, being Alabama now in Auburn. Right. Yeah. You know, they said, was, you love that. I Alabama love that. win. Don't you? Well, I do. I kind of, when, when did that even happen? I'm that not was, really sure. Was, uh, maybe I listened a little bit too much to the Glenn Mason. Yeah, bit. I, very, Glenn very Mason loves talking well, about that. Well, wouldn't you? Because what I else know. do you have to point to? Yes. I know. For, I mean, for our, they I mean, were, Mason they were not like, the Alabama. Of, no, Mason was, you know, a great yeah. coach, but yeah. it kind of did not have a defense ever. And yes. yeah, I mean, who knows? They were not even the same in Alabama, but the point is, it is a talking point, and yep. talking points matter in yep. changing perception. And it's the last game of the season, so you can kind of ride it for a while. If you the Penn State game, and then you followed up, you know, with a loss against Iowa. Yep. There's a lot of bandwagon fans, yep. so this one might help build a little momentum going in the next year for season tickets, all that stuff. And we're very, you know, the base is there, the Gopher yes. guys, and the the people may listen to this podcast. Yep. We're in it for thick and thin, but some people aren't, and this yep. one. The way they dominated the game, yep. the way they kind of started off slow and just started, you know, pounding Auburn and, yep. and, and moving that pile at the end oh, and, gosh, and lining awesome. up on first and goal and just pounded in until they got took a fourth, 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 fourth yeah, fourth overturn, overturn, and then, by the way, quick shout out to the tight ends, yeah, Mr. With them. Oh, my gosh. My wife who watches each game, but it's like, who's this tight, you know, like, we have a tight end named Witham. I, I mean, know. she was well, Jake just, Paulson was injured, right? And that's they, right. Yeah, and so Witham got his opportunity. So you got two great grabs, and yep. one of them being that fourth and one at the end was just incredible. Yeah, the, the jubilation in the stadium was awesome after yep. that one, right? Yep. So I just think that that really helps all the Gopher fans investing their time and their money going down there and getting rewarded with that bowl win. Yep. It just it means a lot to beat a blue blood. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm going. Auburn game is more important than Penn State. Okay, and I will. 
Um, this is in no you're convinced, way. You're convinced, aren't you? That, oh. that's a, that, <laughs> no, I like, no, you made some very convincing, convincing arguments <laughs> there and some statements. And I, and this is in no way taking away from that Auburn one. Cause like you said, I, I think all the people that we saw down in town, I mean, it was droves of maroon and gold. I mean, I think, I, I don't know how they can calculate per se. Cause with ticket sales, you know, a lot was bought off StubHub. So you don't identify what fan it is. But I would say a 60% gopher fan yeah. to Auburn probably. So I think all those people that came down are committed. I think season tickets, like you said, I think there's so much momentum. I think it's it has to. If There's no other time than now to jump on that bandwagon of filling up that stadium. There yeah. was even people singing the rouser on the PA on the Sun Country flight down there. would be that crazy? I mean, this gopher fan just grabs the PA system. Everyone That's, saw it on gopher hole. I, I did oh, wait, that grab- was... That was wait. That was that was me. But that was you. I did not grab it for the record. He. Oh, I, I, I thought you just tore. I thought you said the ball's the program. I'm gonna grab it. No, no, I did. I, no, I oh. said to the pilot who said hello. Great, seemed like a nice guy. I said, hey, you should get the rouser going. And he said, hey, I think I think you should get the rouser going. I was like, really? And he handed me the phone, and I'm just like, <laughs> sometimes in life, you opportunity knocks, and you gotta yeah. you gotta open the door. And so I opened the door, and I'm yeah. just like, all right, how does this thing work? And so she pressed a button and hot mic, yeah. and I just started talking, and here we go. Yeah, a little pep speech followed. I had to give the, I, I had to give a little pep well, talk to the, you know, to the plane, and, and then, I was in the back of the plane, of course, down by by the yeah. bathrooms, and I just I kind of lost each other there. And all of a sudden, I hear your voice <laughs> over the PA system. I'm just saying it was kind of a fun moment, and a, it kind of went on Twitter. But you know, that's that's the optimism around for maroon and gold. And I did not participate fully. I'll be admit. You yeah, can, I appreciate. That. I, I mean, I could have been a little bit more uh, proud. I'm putting I mean, myself out there, well, and I don't even have you, my other you're guy. You're way in. yeah, exactly. You're way ahead of me in that. Uh, category for sure so uh, props to you but no uh, <laughs> no it, it was fun it was a fun moment but back to the auburn penn state question. yes no, getting back to that but no i think all all kidding aside i think all of that energy that was created with with traveling there and just mm. pulling out a win and seeing all the energy afterwards yeah. and the excitement and the buzz around this is in pj you know not leaving him signing an extension him staying here it's giving optimism that we haven't seen in in at least our lifetime so um having said all that we wouldn't be playing auburn though if we lost to penn state right so if we lost to penn state we wouldn't be having this conversation right now i mean we had eight wins with a marginal schedule right at best Everyone was critiquing it. If we would have lost, it would have just fit the narrative. It would have said to everyone's narrative that was saying, you guys had a weak schedule. You finally played something that was good, and you lost. So now you're irrelevant. They would have pushed us to the side and said, go back to your little gopher hole that you've been in for the last 60 years and go sit there for another 60. Right? That's what they would have said. Right? True. Right, but then maybe we'd have beat Iowa and Wisconsin. Maybe the and, and you're right. Spot. You're right. I'm and, just kidding. And, I, and I we, we right. could have rubber banded it and flip, yeah. flipped a script. Maybe we would have came more focused because we would have been the underdog there, and not, you know, yeah. the hunted or the hunter, not the hunted. But um, I, I still think, and like I said, no taking away from the Auburn win. I think they're both historic, amazing wins. It's it's great that we're even having this conversation to argue about mm-hmm. that we have two amazing historic wins in the same season. But uh, that Penn State win, I think, put us on the map and and just sprung us into where we're at. Um, 
But, I mean, <laughs> those two wins, I, I don't know if I've ever had that much gopher yeah. energy in my entire yeah. life. I That's mean, that, that, that was unreal to be a part of both, and to be there at both those games was, was unbelievable. You're right, they, I mean, they're coming down the score, here we go again, we stop um, the yep. field rush, college game day comes in a couple weeks. So, I mean, yep. you know, you're right, that none of that probably happens at the Penn State game. No, no, there's there's a lot of firsts going on this yeah. season, which is fun. So much fun to pick from. I, I know, this, this is a great, is a great problem. You know, this? just let's just enjoy. Let's it, just pause, enjoy. Reflect. Because you just never know. Now the expectations are going to be high, and it's yes. going to be the opposite. It's awesome when you can overachieve with any business or program Yeah, because everyone's happy. Yep. So that, uh, yeah. So that transitions in. So you made – this was this was last this was a couple weeks ago we on our podcast where we went predictions into the 2020 season and Mr. Pete Carlson went with the prediction of I have it written down here a 10 and 2 prediction for next year is is what is what you went with that was a 10 and 2 I just want to ask and just to clarify uh, cuz I had I had 11 and 1 and and you you kind of threw me as the uh, optimist, which is usually not my role. It's usually your role. I'm actually usually the pessimist. Yeah, well, oh, well, realist, well, realist. I'm <laughs> usually the realist. Yes, I'm not okay. And yeah, you're usually right. the optimist. You want ten and two. Do you? I'll give you the opportunity on the air here if you want to switch that. I I can change it in our record for when we go on the mm. podcast next season. Can I wait to see if Antoine Winfield is coming back or not? Um, no, you no, no. I right I'm kind of looking. Our listeners you, are looking for yeah, an answer they, right they, now. They, we it's can't. It's all wait. about now, right now. Everyone's impatient. Okay, yes. I need to give the content. Yeah. Um, I think I had him losing to Michigan State. You were a little perplexed. Yeah, by you, that. yeah. Because I'm going to that game. So and I. Then, oh yeah, you were took. Yeah. So that was that. what I was pretty upset about. And but go on. Maybe a Wisconsin. I mean, I'm. I, you you are kind of. You're trying to lure me into like saying twelve and zero right now, which is kind of. I look at the schedule. I'm feeling so good. Um, we got, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not yeah, trying to lure you into anything. You can I'm stand gonna, by your pick. If I'm you gonna want. stick with ten and two. Holy I'm buckets! A, because you just have you, you lost your ever you, blessed you mind. You want me to be the optimist again, don't you? You want your credibility as the realist. No, no, is that what you want? Right no, now? no. I'm not. I'm not asking for anything. I just want. I just want your opinion. The viewers well, want your, here's opinion, the, here's your my, opinion. Here's my. Well, my opinion is. It's gonna be a great football team, high expectations. Yes. Ten and two probably wins you the Big Ten West. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would how not, not, not if you lose to Wisconsin though. No, we're not. You losing, have us losing okay. to Wisconsin. I have us losing to Wisconsin. We are not losing to Iowa. We're not losing okay. to Iowa. I, I, I we would are give you beating that. Iowa. Which yep. that's at home. That's right? at home. Yes. Early on. Early on. Um, that could be a tricky I think one. But we're gonna yes. lose Wisconsin or Michigan. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Illinois was coming on. You just, I, I think what the funny thing about this year is how people are minimizing, are just trouncing of other Big Ten teams. Yes, they have troubles. Yeah. But winning as convincingly as we did against those teams is not an easy feat. No. Feat. I mean, no. I realize. So, yeah. so I'm thinking something usually goes wrong. Everything that could go right almost went right this year. I know yep. you can look at the two losses and say, man, we should have won those two. Yep. But I'm sticking with 10 and 2. I think they're going to win the Big Ten West. Um, I just think there'll be a little letdown in defense, especially if Antoine Winfield yep. lose. They'll they and I think you don't think we've recruited well to replace them. I I, I you don't think PJ has a backup well, plan maybe, here? I don't know. I mean, the D line coach just left, and uh, I think the D line coach was gone the other year too. Well, maybe you're right. You, I'm just trying to be a we, real. I don't want to be on the. 
We don't rebuild. We reload now. Reload. Okay, well, this is a new era. Go, See, go for football. I think what I'm doing right now is I'm worried everyone's going to be so high. I know. I and know then, what you're doing. And then they're going to be in. I like that. But now I'm yeah. trying to just tap the brakes a little bit. I know. I know. So That's got, usually me, yeah. which is yep. weird. We're having a role reversal So here. this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to say, you know, we're having a great season, but I don't want to be set up for failure for this team because yep. I love them too much, and they're doing such a great job. So yep. I'm sticking with 10-2. I think it's a conservative estimate, though. Okay. No, I think it, uh, so how about you? Are you going to stick with your uh, I, with my eleven one? I'm sticking with eleven and one. Yeah, I I think unfortunately, and it Which just one? irks me to say yeah. it, that I I think we lose that Wisconsin one. Ugh. I do, I really do. I I with with though Jonathan Taylor could go to the NFL. If he goes to the NFL, then yeah. I I think watching the Rose Bowl that was that was the frustrating thing. It was hard to watch the Rose Bowl because I really don't think Wisconsin is all that good. You can call me crazy. You can yeah. call me nuts. You can call me. Whatever you can think, you know, all oh, your bias towards the Badgers, maybe. I, I just don't think they're that great of a football team where it just irks me that this was our year to beat them and we should have went to the Rose Bowl. And yes. I think we would have matched up way better against Oregon than even we did to Auburn. I, I think we would have won by 17 if we would have played to if we would have played well, Oregon, I really do truly feel that way. Yeah. Physically. We're, Wisconsin we're, would have if they didn't turn the ball over all the correct. time. Correct. So. Yeah. So... Uh, I think I think we would run there, but um, if they have Jonathan Taylor and they keep rebuilding uh, with what they got going on, and it's at Wisconsin, uh, even though I watched them get the axe at Wisconsin last year, um, I think that's where we get tripped up because I mm-hmm. I do think it's hard to run the table. I really do to keep a bunch of eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one year old kids focused for over the course of twelve games is is really hard to do. So I I do think we trip up. Um, I think it's at Wisconsin. I hope I'm wrong. Um, obviously, I hope we run the table, it's early. but it's early. Um, Mich- But I mean, who else are we going to lose to? Mich- Michigan. Michigan's not great in Harbaugh. That it's starting to turn into a dumpster fire. Not fully a dumpster fire, but all the negative stuff going on there. I don't see. I don't see another loss in there, Pete. I, I, who else is going to beat us? The the Iowa one is tricky, but we don't play yeah. Penn State, do we? No, we don't play Penn State. We don't play Ohio State. It's book your tickets for Indy, man. We're all right. Ready. I like it. Hey, we're not. We're ready. I'm to go. convinced. I'm going with you. Tell me. Tell me. We don't go to Indy next year. Is there, is there a way we don't go to Indy next year? <laughs> well, there's a lot of ways you can't go to Indy. But are we not going to? We're going to be the favorites in the Big Ten West. We have to be right. We I have think to. Be. So. Yes. We have the youngest. We have such a young team. We're playing yeah. all sophomores right now on offense. Basically. Our whole O line basically returns. Basically. Yeah, I, right? I, I, I mean, am I crazy? I'm about to switch my prediction to 12-0. I mean, our running backs, we lose I would not be Rodney and Shannon, but we have Mo, who's yeah. going to be the headliner. We have Cam Wiley coming in, who's yeah. supposed to be unbelievable. Uh, I think we're. I think there's reason to be more yeah. than excited here, Pete. More than excited. People can't see me right now. But, but you're rolling. rolling. You're definitely rolling. All right. Uh, quick news in uh, that just came out today, actually, on Mike Sanford, who is the Utah excuse me, Utah State's offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, also the assistant at, former assistant at Notre Dame in Stanford. He was named the co, co is the keyword, co-offensive coordinator and quarterback coach for your University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. Hmm. How do you feel about that? With a lot of rumors were that Matt Simon was going to be getting that. He was the one who called the game at the Outback Bowl, a lot of people thought he was just going to slide right in. So kind of surprising, maybe not surprising, that this happened today. What's your thought? 
my thought is I trust uh, Fleck to make the right call. Yeah. How simplistic is that, huh? Yeah. yeah uh, right. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see Matt Simon in the mix. Uh, yep. Obviously, he called a great game against Auburn. Um, but really, I'll be honest, I don't know much about Mike Sanford or yeah. Yeah. The, the inner workings of the offensive uh, coordinator group there. But I will say, in general, Fleck has a system. He yep. sticks to the system, other than the Rob Smith debacle of yes. defense. He's been very good at locating good talent and yep. putting people in the right seats on the boat. Yes, uh, to make it a great uh, cohesive team. And maybe there was something he saw in Matt Simon that was a little weak that he brought in Mike Sanford to offset it. Yeah, um, I think it's still fresh news. I really, yep. I think we'll learn more. He seems like a young, energetic guy. Yep. Um, what do you think well, about it? Yeah, we're we're on a street for him. Is he's a big, he's a young guy. He, I mean, he looks like a PJ Fleck, right? I think yeah. he's a word on the street is he's a big time recruiter, right? He's an energetic oh, guy, yeah. and so that could be that could be that bit that we need another go getter, a young, you know, enthusiastic kid, so to speak, that's going to go out there and get those recruits. Um, he had a lot of recruiting success at Notre Dame and Stanford, so I like that bit. The reason why I said the keyword was co is because I think we still keep this offense with, I, I I don't think we switch offenses now that it's co, you know what I mean? Now that Matt Simon's going to be the co-offensive coordinator, there's no way that we're switching offenses right now. I mean, why on earth would we be switching offenses? When we have the same darn yeah. team, and you're worried um, about that because of the Brewster years and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, that that turns into yeah. a total debacle. Yeah. When when they brought in that offensive coordinator, that totally ruined Adam Weber. His senior was a senior year, senior yeah. year with it, and he tried to change his throwing stroke, all that kind of stuff. It was just a total debacle. Uh, but I think we as Gopher fans, I mean, just scrolling through Twitter is mind boggling to me how many. And I I get it, like people are going to be doubting this and that of, you know, there was things on Reddit where people are critiquing, oh, this Mike Sanford hire is terrible and whatever, whatever. Shouldn't we as Gopher fans at some point say, hey, you know what? I'm going to trust this P.J. Fleck guy, the guy that just rode the boat all the way to Tampa, Florida and got us a historic 11-win season in an Outback Bowl victory? Like, don't we we just default to that setting yet? I mean, why, why are we doubting PJ right now? One day I, after. I don't know. One day but, after. But Twitter sometimes isn't real life. Yeah. Sometimes people just grab the phone from the pilot and start talking, and it oh, goes that, all over that Twitter. That does happen. That's but, true. But you know, that's I mean, true. No, no, I actually was real life because I was there. But I no, I'm just, I'm just teasing you. I, you're right. I, I, but Twitter's always got the contrarians and the, and yes. the doubters. Yeah. If anything. PJ flex a lot of good things. One thing he's really good at is he knows what he wants and he does it and he usually finds the right person for it. I mean, yep. I mean, Rob Smith has been the really only one that didn't look good in hindsight, like yep. or in the rearview mirror, but he's true to his system and I have no doubt that he will not, he won't upend the whole system. I mean, his, yep. I mean, this guy will fit their culture and their system. I don't think that's even a, it's not negotiable, I don't think, when he's hiring new people. So yep. I I agree with you. You're right. I mean, people should be a little more trusting until, you know, there's something that deserves to be doubting, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, no. this is not one of them. Yeah, no, I, I think I think at this point we need to start trusting PJ that he's got it figured out. He knows things we don't know. And uh, that's part of we we can only see from the outside and hear from the media people, but we don't know the inside stuff. So at some point we need to just surrender that and let PJ do his thing and, you know, wait to reserve our critiques till, till we see what the offense looks like next year. 
So uh, speaking of next year, that is this is our last Gopher football podcast for the season, mm-hmm. which is a little bittersweet. Uh, but we'll probably have something come springtime once things rev up again, recruiting and spring ball. We'll talk about the quarterback. I mean, is is there even a no, addition? Don't. Let's stop right now. I love Annex Ted, but no. There's no addition. No, give me a break. Wow. No. Wow, you Tanner guys, Morgan, you guys, tune don't in. Give me you that, guys, yeah. make sure you tune in for no. that. That's going to be a riveting Tell podcast when we go about that. Have you seen Annexted throw the ball though? Uh, Imagine I don't need plug to. and play with Annexted. You this. know what? If Tanner gets hurt, I hope not. But if he does, we got a great backup. And okay. it'll probably like, it'll probably right. be like, and I'm not saying Annexted should start. I'm just saying yeah. we need to let him I try think, out here. I think there's depth. Another great thing with this coaching staff. I think it's a plug yeah. and play, and people are ready to come in. Yeah. Uh, follow Lele goes out in the bowl game, no problem. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful thing about the it system. Is, it is. And uh, I'm excited to turn the page, just enjoy this, go for football. But this is, you know, this is a lot of work. We put our, you know, blood, yeah. sweat, and tears in yeah. this thing. <laughs> yeah. Emotionally, doing basketball and football, I, I mean, I'm ready to probably turn the page. To, turn the page and focus on hoops. Yeah, and I think a lot more people will be engaged in hoops going forward. Maybe it's with football out of the way. So yeah, we'll so see, it, but it's both good stuff. Yes, so. absolutely. So make sure you guys tune in for that. That'll be that'll be springtime. We'll make sure yeah. we keep you in the loop with that as, as things go out. Follow us at the Gopher guys on Twitter. Um, but also tune in. We'll have Gopher Hoops uh, next week. They play Northwestern this Sunday, 630 at home. They're going to try and rebound after that double overtime loss against Purdue last night, which was a little heartbreaking. That would have been a great road Big Ten victory. Um, But it is what it is. Thanks for listening in this season. The fun, historic, what other words do we use for this football season? Elite. Uh, all what other cliche? Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Man, there's plenty of cliche. Upward trajectory. Jeez. Oh, yeah. oh, Momentum. All oh, right. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, now, now we hit it. Now we're ready. Uh, but only 265 days till opener against Florida Atlantic. So let's let's get our oars out, and I can't wait. That's that baby's gonna be sold out. I guarantee that. So, roll the boat, Skyuma. Go Ghosts.